0: Welcome to episode 104 of the M2B podcast.
1: Presented and hosted by Worldwide Cyclery. I am Jeff. I'm Liam. I'm Jared. And in this episode, we are going to discuss one thing we are excited about in 2023 and one thing we are not. And of course, mostly listener questions of all kinds, ranging from encountering Bigfoot on a ride to things that we're very particular about on our bikes, winter training regimens, Garmin Watch versus Apple Watch Ultra, and all sorts of other good, valuable mountain biker questions that will hopefully increase your mountain bike knowledge uh, that we got from you guys, the listeners.
0: Yeah. And hopefully make you laugh a little bit along the way.
1: Uh, there'll definitely be some of that. There's some good, yeah. funny questions in there too. At least
0: we'll be laughing. Hopefully they do too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, sounds good. DJ yeah. Green Goblin, play a sound effect
0: all um, right yeah Ready? yeah gosh well we're we gonna do a little we're doing a update first What's are we? Up, up, update about what i don't know we said we we're gonna talk about our bikes update? oh
1: Up-talk? okay yeah yeah we could we could do an update yeah. about your your bikes since you did get a new one both of well, you got multi- a new bike jared got
0: multiple i got two new bikes dude multiple new got, bikes yeah. all right two two give us bikes. give us the
1: rundown uh go ahead
0: yeah well i sold my mondraker great bike loved it the Mondraker, what? Uh, excuse me, yes. Mondraker Rays RR. 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 Yeah, both of you guys the ultimate those bikes last season player. and loved them. Was it Tony yeah. Depp's bike? Yeah, yeah. it was. R. RR. RR. Uh, that was a great bike. Loved it. Sold it off to a new home. And I got a Yeti SB 140 lunch ride in black, mm. size large. Uh, and it's great. Love it. And I also got a Y Cycles titanium hardtail called the El Jefe which obviously is named after you
1: yeah <laughs> so so the quiver now is you've got your titanium hardtail yep from y cycles which is your backpacking light trail bike and then you've mm-hmm. got your yeti S B one 140 140 yep. mil travel in the back 29 inch wheels what's in the front 150 160, 160, 160. lunch ride 160. yeah okay so the lunch ride has 160 instead of 150 basically uh-huh and a
0: grip too Okay. Enter, and like yeah code breaks and on. Yeah,
1: man, yeah. the new Yetis are are impressive. Yeah, we're gonna make a video about those because of that. Yeah, we are. Well, you already made three videos I about did. all the three new Yetis. are <laughs> we going as, to make another one. as they came out. well yeah, we're gonna kind of make a video that yeah. lays out all all the rest of the line. Yeah, that's some good stuff. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I love what did it. You, what did you change on the Yeti? Because you um, for sure didn't leave it. Stock. Yeah.
0: Oh, I changed the cockpit. I put a trail and cockpit on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, fancy. Yeah. Oh couple of guys to thank for that yeah maybe i to force Um, you into that one (laughs) i was happy to oblige um i love the cockpit i also got um i stopped up the tires i put exo plus but i actually just got some of the continental cryptotols i'm gonna slap on there yeah daddy Mm -hmm. i got the super soft dh compound for the front and the soft for the rear what casing uh downhill whatever downhill yeah
1: What's what's the stock situation on those continental tires? Do we have, we have some, yeah.
0: There's yeah, not like okay, a ton at cool. QBP, but there's some. But yeah,
2: yeah, we have we have a few in stock as well, and then Q and yeah, yeah. It's well, We should I'll put those sure on. Uh, stocked up. Yeah, on that banshee that we're building. I oh have, yeah, we actually, actually have a special set rolling in for just Ooh, you, Jeffrey. Nice. Yeah, trail casing a super soft rubber that's not out yet, but it will be soon. Whoa! But I'm getting some for you. And, and Jeff what I'm loves a super soft rubber.
0: And well, you, I sent you that picture earlier today of the fork that just got built for you.
2: Oh yeah, oh yeah.
1: How did this transpire again? We were talking about Instagram. super exciting. was listening the podcast. Keep
0: it
2: secret though. Keep it secret. Yeah. Well, I don't want to keep it that secret. I'm excited.
0: Well, yeah. So the guy from Intend was listening to the podcast, and he yeah, was just like suspension. and just like screenshot and DM'd was like casually listening to your podcast here at 5 a.m. And I was like, dude, that's so awesome. Like, yeah. I love that you're tuning in. And then, and then I forgot what how it transpired but basically he said like would love to partner with you guys and i was like well we'd love to yeah i was like can we test one the of same those? and yeah. so i was like well here's the bike that we're building for jeff and here's the specs like um and then he's like, "Well, which one? Which what do you want?" And I was like, "Well, yeah, Man. <laughs> dude, that so, is such a
1: nice and you have some
0: fresh yeah. bird wheels for it already. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the bike is going to be so decked out. That is going to be good. It's going yeah. to so be a good summertime bike. We, we just
1: got to make sure we don't end up going down the rabbit hole of these obscenely nice, rare boutique European <laughs> mountain bike parts because that is a rabbit hole.
2: <laughs> I didn't see a, what's wrong with that. That
1: is, a rabbit, <laughs> not not is a rabbit. Not only is it a rabbit hole, level. but it is a going into debt hole.
2: It's like, <laughs> that stuff is." so so nice. Dude, I Wait, mean,
0: uh, that bike is going to be so I thought sick.
2: you said we made it now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we we made, it, guys. we made it, We made it. Yeah, $20,000 $20 bike, yeah, dude. It's cool. Yeah, it's oh. alloy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is going to be an alloy bike. Yeah. 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 It's true. I'm well, excited to ride that Banshee. I, I haven't had a full sacch. suspension
1: Banshee since 2014 when I wow. bought that
2: black one. No, that wasn't 14. That was 17. 17? I started oh, here in 16.
1: They're all blurring together these days. Those damn bikes. Um, yeah, well, that's cool. We'll we'll definitely mention yeah. it on the podcast when any of us build a new bike. Speaking yeah. of which, those are Jared's two new rigs. Liam, you also got a new yeah. rig. Yeah, I got a new bike. SB One Twenty
2: Yeti SB One Twenty. Yeah, I sold off everything uh, end of the season. Revel Ranger, my Mondraker Rays, um, my big bike I sold a while ago. So yeah, and then I just built up one Yeti SB One Twenty. Pretty much changed everything on it. Trail one cockpit, Magura brakes, made the Fox 34 have 140 mil travel. Um, Stock's 130 on Stock's that Stock's 130, yeah. So bumped it up 10 mil in the front. Uh, going back, I got five dev cranks and chain ring, time pedals, wolf tooth dropper post, bird wheels, uh, their Hawk 30 wheels with bird spokes, and Max's Forecaster tires. Nice. Yeah, forecasters front and rear. Forecasters front one. and rear. The new wow. one to four. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, I want something a little faster, but not quite like Recon sketchy, um, but not quite like Askai or DHR uh, okay. rolling speed. So I think it's a good middle ground. So you have I mean, you everything. Try, works, I got to try that new forecast. Yeah, everything yeah. works really good right now because we have really good dirt. So we'll yeah. see when it gets sketchy. But I did ride it when it was sketchy, and it was pretty good. Nice. So I just want a three C version. Mine are dual compound right now. The 3C is yet to come into stock, but Mm. I think that would be money. That would be. Yeah, uh, for
1: you listeners, please email and or comment if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, Let us know if you want any more i don't know tire podcasts oh yeah a whole podcast dedicated to tires we've made so many we have made countless videos about tires over the years big time the only thing we never really and articles yeah absolutely that we've written the only thing we haven't really dove into super deeply is casings i think casings and compounds because man is it just like it's it's a mess it's a mess it's complicated it's mind-numbing it varies brand to band um yeah, I don't know. So, yeah. if you're really interested, please hit us up at podcast at worldbikesacklerie dot com or drop a comment on YouTube, and we'll yeah we'll consider it if we'll you're that curious it. about compounds and whatnot. Yeah, and preferences. Yeah, that's cool. That you, your Yeti looks super good. That thing, I like
2: that yeah. color. Yeah, that really color. Yeti
1: nailed the colors on those. Yeah, yeah
2: everyone everyone's literally commented on the color, how sick it is, and yeah. it is, and like even like hides dirt well and looks good. It's like that, almost like that army Hummer. Mm -hmm. kind of color. Yeah, it does kind of look the desert color. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it looks nice. Yep.
1: Very, very nice. Very nice. All right. Well, we should jump into one thing we are excited about in 2023 and one thing we are not. Uh, I'll go ahead and start. One thing I'm excited about mm. is the Whistler trip.
0: Ooh, yeah. Where all, yeah. all three
1: of us are going to Whistler with a chasing epic trip. We're going to ride trail bikes and enduro. Well, in trails on enduro bikes. What would you call we're gonna this? We're going to ride enduros. We're going to ride trails. enduros on trails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: we're going to we're, we're going to ride
2: bikes all around Whistler. We're going to ride bikes.
1: In the park. Well, yeah. yeah the, so the trip will cover. So it's five days of riding. It'll cover uh, trail riding in Whistler and Squamish and Pemberton, and then also one day of the actual Whistler bike park. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm excited. I haven't been to Whistler. In well, i mean i haven't been since well the pandemic kind of kicked yeah. us out for yeah. a long time so Same. it'll be nice to get back to you whistler there since
2: then huh
0: no i haven't been since wow. uh gosh probably 20 are you trying to flex the fact that you have been i, I mean <laughs> i'm not trying to subtle, i just did. Like,
2: i just don't think i can go i mean i know you were for a while until you know you actually got really busy uh but yeah. i'm not as busy as you and i don't think I want to go another year of my life, not going to Whistler one I time know. in that year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the first time I went to Whistler, I had
1: so much fun that I kind of swore I would go every year yeah, after that. That's kind of how I am. So. The bike park's amazing. The trail bike trails are amazing. It's it just so good. mountain bike trails yeah. everywhere yeah. built by mountain bikers for mountain bikes. It's so cool. It is like, such a good place to For ride. me,
2: three days of A-Line, Dirt Merchant, and then a few other trails, but like, if I ride those... And it's just like yeah, it's unreal. Like literally clocking air miles and yeah. I love it. So we have what's, nothing like it. I think happy. what's
1: what's so cool about Whistler that I always when people ask me, Oh, what's your favorite place to ride mountain bikes? and I always say Whistler, it's because you know, okay, so let's exclude the bike park for a second. There's just normal trails and drove mm-hmm. trails, trail bike trails, XC trails mm-hmm. everywhere that have just beautiful views that are so well-built. Then you go to the bike park. The bike park is designed to where anyone will have an amazing day. Totally. So if you're a total beginner or you are literally the best downhill racer or freerider in the entire world, yeah. you will also have something and anywhere in yep. between. Yep. And the trails are classified as either flow and then the various different sort of, you know, novice, uh, intermediate expert, yeah. whatever they, they, it's like the green ski blue, run, yeah. black, green, red, blue, black, red, black, triple yeah, black, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And so they're either flow or tech. So you could ride like, oh, I don't really want, I don't really like jumping and I'm a novice. So it's like, okay, cool. So ride blue square, uh, tech trails. Yep. And then it's like, oh, I, I only like jumping and I'm a novice. Perfect. Ride blue square flow trails. Yeah. And it's like everything you want, no matter who you are as a rider, starts at the lifts, ends at the bottom. It's it's so cool. Yeah. That's such a good, I can't wait to go and there. And the progression
0: yeah. matrix is very cool. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, like you could spend a so summer in Whistler as a beginner and you could probably be riding blacks like oh, yeah, in sure. a matter of weeks. Yeah. Well, I went with Brisa, um, roommate,
2: friend of the shop, uh, and her her and her crazy family and uh, they're all kind of just like,
0: <laughs> they are, man. Sidebar.
2: There's, there's so many of them, man. But uh, there's like eight of them. But two brothers and two sisters came, and uh, the brothers are solid riders, but the sisters have only been riding mountain bikes for like a year, and by the end of the week, the, the weekend, riding three days, they're like pretty much riding like some mellow blacks um, wow. and like, you know, doing really good. And then same like what you are saying, I was like, We would have party trains down some of the blue trails, and like you know, all every level was having fun in this party train. Yeah, Yeah. we were screwing around on jumps and inciting each other and taking each other out, and then all the other people were in the train just having fun, you know, riding and keeping up and stuff. So. Yeah, it's just such a fun place to ride It's bike.
1: so well built. Yeah, I, I can't wait. I think there might be a spot or two open, or maybe one spot. Yeah. Well, either
2: way, there's a wait list. So we'll, we'll put a link
1: to that Chasing Epic trip in the show notes if you want to come with us and uh, ride bikes with us in Whistler.
0: Check that out. Uh, yeah, I can't wait. That's yeah. going to be fun.
1: So that's my one thing I'm excited about. What about you, Jared? Ooh, what do you got? Uh,
0: one thing I'm particularly excited about is getting a couple of bikepacking trips on the agenda. Ooh. First off, I think being... Oh, well, I don't know. I, I want to do that trip with Trevor, the Tour de los Padres, which would be pretty cool, just like a local trip. Yeah. And then I really want to do the Tahoe Rim Trail. Um, I was telling you about mm-hmm. like sometime in I don't know July or something like that. Uh, so. The
2: Los Padres might need some uh, yeah scouting after these recent rains. That's true. Yeah, a lot of definitely, definitely going to be part months. of bike packing. You just you got to carry your bike sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. A, it's a shenanigans <laughs> for sure. It's
0: yeah. part of the adventure, man. Totally. I mean, it's, it's going to be a couple months away, but anyways, just because of the weather. You know. But yeah.
2: Maybe forty foot landslides and impassable bike carries. <laughs> <laughs> that's part of
0: the adventure. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, that's one thing I am uh, particularly excited about: just getting the rig decked out and um, getting out there. Bike packing away, huh?
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is funny how all of us just constantly ride sort of traditional mountain bikes, but then like we do a little bit of e-bikes, a little bit of bike packing, a little bit of gravel bikes, a little bit of bike park jumps all day. Yeah, I don't know. We it do
0: not fun. discriminate.
2: Bike
1: yeah, <laughs> two wheels. Yep, yeah. stoked fun. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's yeah. like
2: literally my motto is to try to be decent at riding all the bikes I like to ride.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, motor, sure, why not? Oh, yeah, if not, yeah, it's all good.
2: What do you got, Willie? Uh, one thing I'm excited about in 2023 is the return of the Downy Classic. Oh, yeah, um, my favorite mountain bike race, my favorite mountain bike weekend. Uh, it's a good time, and they put it off since COVID um and now it's back this year they moved it up a few weeks in the calendar so yeah i'm stoked for it nice.
1: sierra buttes trail organization runs that whole thing right
2: sierra buttes yeah sierra buttes trail something alliance i don't, alliance? I don't know the exact abbreviation but yeah they put it all I've on donated
1: enough money i should know but yeah i, don't. Yeah, <laughs> I know <laughs> yeah the sweet socks um oh yeah that's yeah, right yeah and lost and we found. signed up for that one yeah. race that
2: they put on and then they canceled yeah, the that COVID. was 2020 right yeah probably yeah, yeah. That, was, that was covid yeah same thing with Downeyville, I signed up and they canceled. So
0: You get socks for that too? No. no. Pretty much every
1: time those guys have put out a, like a, a bike raffle or donation request, I always just yeah them. Yeah, they're awesome. I appreciate they, them. They maintain, they maintain such good trails. Hundreds so.
2: and hundreds of miles of trail. Yeah, that's right. And I don't know, Downingville is just such a cool city and it's like magical. Um, it's always a good time, so I'm super stoked for that. And uh, yeah, my SP 120 Mm. pretty much like build since i started doing Downingville, i build like my daily bike as if it's the downyville specific bike nice um so yeah it's perfect for Rescue that 20 is gonna be perfect and gonna have a good time and camp and
0: jump in the river and ride bikes nice yeah,
1: yeah that's a good event to go to well what are we not excited about in 2023
0: that's a really tough question
1: Uh, yeah, it, it wasn't that tough for me mostly, (laughs) mostly because I'm an economics and business nerd and, and yeah, I mean, I mean, for me, I I think that the bike industry, you know, I don't think it did. It genuinely benefited dramatically from the pandemic in a way that, you know, during the pandemic, people rode bikes more, people got into the sport more, our business went through the roof. It was great. A lot of people in the industry, brands and retailers, all very much so over-forecasted, and now there's kind of too much inventory in the industry at large, and uh, the consumer demand has kind of plummeted back down to 2019-2018 levels. Uh, I think it's going to be a challenging year business-wise for us and probably every industry, basically every industry that really benefited from the pandemic, which was a significant amount of them. Obviously, you had ones like the bike industry and uh, outdoor furniture. Out- outdoor and, in general, right? Yeah, outdoor, almost everything benefited. Yeah. And then, you know, things like travel and airlines like did the opposite and Mm -hmm. they're coming back now so it's it's a roller coaster ride in different directions for people and the bike industry went straight up and now it's going straight back down (laughs) airlines for example went straight down now they're going straight back up i think it's going to be a really challenging year for for our business and we're going to have to adjust and pivot and operate a lot more lean and it's just going to be challenging and i'll probably end up having to make decisions as a business owner that are not that fun uh so yeah i'm not that excited about that. Mm. So not to kill the vibes. Yeah, that's a good answer. But yeah. it's just you know that's the, kind of a depressing of... and good Bum- answer. Yeah. Bum- <laughs> sorry, bummer, bummer vibes. Yeah, dude. Bummer vibes,
0: bro. Bum sorry, me out, sorry, dude. man. Well, my answer isn't quite as like big picture as that. Um, that's alright. <laughs> I was mainly thinking about like this race that I'm gonna have with Zach and like that I have to train for it. Oh really? Yeah. Well,
2: yeah. yeah. That's a. That's a downside? Like, I, I don't know. You're I getting, couldn't really think, think of hyped anything
0: else. Well, that's the thing. Like we talked about the other day. It's like, if I have time to do that, I'd like 10 out of 10 times go rather take my bike and go for a ride. So it's like choosing running yeah, over riding. That's the hard well, part. Sometimes
2: that's what you got to do to reach a goal though. So the, yeah. yeah so this is the sub six
1: mile bet, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this, this kind of came about because there's been some pretty fun, healthy competitions in the shop recently. <laughs> and, uh, I, I remember, I, I remember we were just kind of shooting the shit and that's how this one came up but, yeah, but well, we were talking about running and then yeah. Zach was going to run a half marathon which is like a big thing for him in February and, yeah. then, and then somehow I pinholed you guys into whoever could run the first person to run a mile in under six minutes would get a $300 Airbnb gift card maybe 500 Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> well, 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 I'm probably going to bump it up to 500 because already we're halfway through January and I'm I'm
2: concerned that no one's going to do why, this. Why, why Neither don't, why don't of you why are going to do why it. Why don't you make – weren't you going to make a, a March benchmark and a March 500 and it, a June's 300? Well, I I was going to uh, – oh, that's a good idea.
0: That is a good idea. How about um, that? I think this whole thing came to – uh, to be because Zach would bet that I couldn't do it in under seven. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I can. And I will. Yeah. Even I did. It was like slightly downhill. Uh, Not that big a deal. It was like pretty much flat. (laughs) Jared ran
1: a mile. Can't even,
0: don't don't even know if a ball would roll down that hill. It's that flat. (laughs) 200 feet of elevation (laughs) loss. No, it was like 60 or 80. Okay. 200. That's
1: not steep. 80, 80 feet of descent. So imagine a human body falling out of an 80 foot window that amount of energy you got for free.
0: Yeah, but over the course of a whole mile. <laughs> yeah. um, but so basically, yeah, right. I got off the couch, like literally got off the couch basically and just like busted it out because I was like – I actually did it before I went to work. I was like, I'm not even showing up to work today unless I do this right now. <laughs> so I did it because it was like I had to do it over the weekend. But uh, yeah, anyways, that's the whole backstory of that bet. Yeah, it's weighing on you, man. Yeah. The competition. Maybe well, that's why I've been having a hard time sleeping, because I have to just bust out that <laughs> six-minute mile. <laughs> wow. It's like a well, well, not like...
1: six-minute, 5.59 at least. Oh. oh yeah. Sub <laughs> six. Sub six. No elevation, up or down. Oh, well, you no. can go up, but you can't go down.
2: So. <laughs> oh, God.
0: <laughs> All right. Oh. Liam, what are you not excited about? Uh, another, year with, another year with you two. Oh. No. That's so sweet. Um, Honestly. <laughs>
2: Honestly, I don't know, man. I don't have that much. Um I guess just, you know, navigating this this year in the industry. Um yeah.
0: the tumultuous waters
2: of the bike yeah, industry. And just, you know, <laughs> having to make some some choices and stuff. I don't know. The tumultuous bikes of the water <laughs> industry. <laughs> it's going to be tough. <laughs> not 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 everything's all good, you know, like Yeah. Or it, it will yeah. be but like it wasn't like you know a year ago it was like yeah of course we'll take all that product and yeah of course we'll do this it's like no nah, we gotta like turn people down and yeah you know yeah that'd be make decisions you know yeah yeah harder ones yeah yeah
1: the bike industry went through went through a champagne party for a solid for sure two two and a half years yeah and it's it was you know you you could do no wrong with forecasting and marketing yeah. and nothing
2: like everything was moving and now it's – barely even did marketing yeah. you didn't have to yeah, I didn't have yeah. anything. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I guess that's it. I Mentality know. change. A lot more I'm way more uh positive and I've got a lot of cool things going on this year. So Yeah.
0: Nothing to nothing
2: bumming me out right now.
0: Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be a good gonna be a great year, excuse me. Not good.
2: It's gonna be a great year. It's gonna
0: be a great Fantastic year. Fantastic year. Oh yeah. Exceptional. If we make it.
2: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we could all not make it.
1: If we make no, not if, not if we make it like alive, if we make the year great, <laughs> oh, well we we,
0: you were gonna say like we're all gonna die oh, too. It's like, no, like, like why well, can we make the year that's great? That's pretty like ominous, you man, but you like, know, you're though. right, like, I mean, like, we, we could make, all die, yeah, like you never, you never know, know. But I mean, geez, man, <laughs> <laughs> shocker, people die often. <laughs> that's true, geez. Well, speaking of dying, I don't know. Is there anything else you guys <laughs> wanted to discuss before we jump into this question? Because <laughs> it kind of has something to do about with it.
1: The not excited. No. Uh, no, 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 no. We, we did no. it. We, I'm sick. excited. We did all the excited and all the not excited. Cool. So, well, questions, questions abound. Listener questions I'm just go. super
0: stoked for this question because it's really good and I have to read, a good answer read it. it off. I know you're all like right. It. Uh, picture the scene you are on a ride and encounter bigfoot assuming you're armed with a gun to protect you against bears and whatnot and have no camera or phone to take photos would you shoot bigfoot to show people he truly exists and have your legacy be the guy who shot bigfoot or do you let bigfoot go and have nobody believe you that you saw him that is such a good question really good question
1: (laughs) that that's such a good question i feel like that's just a like a question or something you know
0: an a like if, question like if, no no, no. I
1: feel like people ask that all the time. Uh, yeah. It could
0: be. He's, I think the guy said he heard it from somewhere but he thought that we should yeah. answer it. Yeah. Um yeah, well, you guys go first cuz I got okay. the best answer for last.
2: Well, I wouldn't shoot Bigfoot because I don't know. Homie didn't do anything wrong. Um Well, America's, that
1: wasn't specified. It didn't it didn't say in this question like would you shoot him? I mean, it says would you shoot him, but they didn't specify this this scenario. I'm assuming like if he's, he's coming, coming at, you. at you angrily like looking like he's gonna murder you and he's three times your size, would you shoot him? Or if he just you well, just saw him and he looked yeah, at you and but then kept walking? that's not the question. Yes, exactly.
0: I think I'm assuming that's up to. I think for the sake of the question, let's assume that he's gonna attack you. Well, um. you go bare hand. I will that, speak. I don't want to assume that. I, I Come would, on, let's assume no. the question. I, I, I let's assume. assume okay, okay. Doom. okay. If he's gonna
1: if you see him and he's gonna attack you, what are you gonna do? If you see him and he just makes eye contact and then goes about his business, what are you
0: gonna do? All right, I got the same answer, answer both. for both. <laughs>
2: Well, I want to try to befriend him. Oh, that's a good idea, dude. We can make so much money if you let me take some photos, and like I'll bring you some choice. He doesn't speak English. I speak Bigfoot though, (laughs) and uh, this is a hypothetical. So I speak Bigfoot, and uh, I could bring (laughs) him some choice steaks. Ooh, Um, he'd be living large. Yeah, like that Jack Links beef jerky commercial. Exactly, bingo. We'd be homies. We'd be stacking cash. I don't
1: actually like Jack Links, for the record. Art I think that beef jerky's not that good. It's not. So no, that was not a sponsor for so far. That just was a funny commercial <laughs> yeah, they made. That was. That, those it. were good commercials. That's a but good answer, Lane. That's what I
2: would do. I'd befriend the dude. He yeah. doesn't have any friends. He's scared of humans, and you know, just wants to eat them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Jeff, do I you don't mean? have,
2: and I and I'm not even a good meal. Like I don't have any yeah. fat on me, so I'd be like, dude, if you want to eat a human, I'll bring in my fat friend over here, yeah. and let me go
0: free. He'd, he'd, him eating you would be like flossing with a toothpick or exactly. something like that. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, in in the <clears throat> scenario that Bigfoot is charging at me, looking like he's going to kill me. Um, I would attempt to do whatever I could to mitigate the situation and not have to defend myself with the gun mm. that I have. Okay. Uh, but if it, you know, really got close, like there was there was no, hey, man, I'm not doing anything, my hands are up, don't attack me, whatever, uh, you know, then, like, yeah, I'm not going to just let Bigfoot murder me. Yeah. If I have a gun. Of course. He's, like, going to try and murder me. Yeah. Uh, so I'd defend myself because people rely on me to some yeah. extent. Um, <laughs> if If he just, like, looks at me, then i would i would try to communicate with him i would say hello i would i don't know i would try and talk to him yeah i uh, uh you know and then if he was like any other animal he'd probably just look look at me look away and then go about his life and then i'd be like oh well all right i'm just going to like i'm not i'm not going to shoot bigfoot just to say like i'm the guy who found bigfoot and yeah. shot bigfoot no yeah. no chance no yeah. chance i'm going to do
0: that Not in the sport hunter all right no well so saddle up for this answer um, i so bigfoot's attacking me i shoot him in the kneecap in a non-lethal way, and then that way I can, you know, pretty much like signal for help or get some other people to see that Bigfoot's real, and then uh, and then he's still alive, and then we can nurse him back to health, and then we have this specimen that the world can this, feast their you eyes. You know on.
1: what? See, the problem is you're the one who runs Instagram, asks I, these questions. I, I, you I, had I, like <laughs> I was six more hours <laughs> to think about
2: this question. And I was just gonna say, <laughs> Jared had this question hours before we even <laughs> saw this question.
1: Yeah. You have this all so figured out. I didn't think of that. You're That's jealous. A great That's idea. a good answer. If he's attacking you. Yeah, go for the knees. Like, I don't know. Okay, I'm, not, but, I'm not a trained police a officer. I don't know this kind of shit. If,
2: if, Big, if Bigfoot's real and he's in the woods, he's with grizzlies and whatnot, yeah. you think shooting the dude in the knee is going to do anything? Oh, yeah. No. He'll
0: fall down at least. You see a grizzly bear get oh, shot in the i shoot him in both, both knees. knees. I don't know. Yeah, they'll they'll start in blasting the legs. Grizzlies don't even stop him. Maybe. Well, right. All, right. all right. And then in the other scenario where he's uh, docile and not intimidating, I would uh, see if he'd be down to ride my bike and hit the gap <laughs> <laughs> That one I just right. came up. We got to we got to move on. From right. next, we got to move question. on from this question. Wait, but before we do, we have to make
1: a message from the sponsors. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, the message from the sponsors.
0: And now a word from our sponsors.
1: Hey guys, Jeff again. Just a quick note about our new Kettle Folly hoodie. It's a new hoodie that we dropped recently. It is AI-infused artificial intelligence. We've basically baked ChatGPT into it. The zipper, when you move it up and down, the energy created can mine Bitcoin. It's pretty amazing. The whole thing, of course, works on Bluetooth 7.0, and it goes to an app that tells you exactly how many times you wore it, how long you wore it for, how many times you zipped the zipper up and down, and it is available on FTX.com. Thank you very much.
0: And now, back to the show.
1: We are back. Uh, we're back. Sorry if it was baby. a little too humorous, the first part of the
0: episode apologize. here. Oh, I don't know. You yeah. Know. Gosh. I'll apologize. Whatever. You, you, Una- you be unapologetic self. You do you, <laughs> boo-boo. Yeah. <laughs> we're
1: we're going to get into some actual mountain bike questions now. It's from
0: you guys. Yeah, no more Bigfoot questions. We are sorry about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh best gym or weightlifting workouts to improve bike riding and downhill performance. So funny you ask. Uh yeah, it is funny. It is funny, I guess. <laughs> funny you ask. Uh, well, let me tell you my <clears throat> my deal. Uh I do I try to do a lot of push ups yep. all the time. trying to do at least minimum forty per day i think that's just a good thing to set reminders in your phone and then take those reminders off and actually get them done especially if you're a desk jockey yeah you, yep. you work at a desk all day like we pretty much do most days uh and i run i trail run i think that that i think trail running is a a total like unbelievably good secret to yeah. having good endurance on a mountain bike because it's just frankly way harder and you get used to that sort of aerobic capacity and leg strength and it's a really good one. For sure. Um, so I like that one. And we'll, we'll tell you the actual, we'll, what should we call this one? The,
0: I would the, call it like a mountain bike, uh, I don't know, like exercise program almost. Mountain bike or like, specific
2: strength training. Yeah, mountain bike, yeah. There
0: you oh go, yeah, man.
1: there is mountain bike specific strength training. But I was going to say, what should we what should we call that? We should call it like the get, ric- get rich quicks Scheme that actually works? <laughs> get, yeah. Get ripped quick. Get scheme. ripped quick. Get ripped quick. Get ripped quick scheme. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so we actually partnered, uh, collaborated. I don't know what you'd call it. We, we befriended this guy, D. Tidwell, uh, a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And he was one of the trainers for the Yeti uh, Enduro World Series teams, trained multiple pro mountain bikers. This guy's a legit... Uh, extremely qualified and credentialed trainer in the industry. And and we put together a little collaboration with him. Uh, he has a $75 program, normally a hundred bucks. It's six month long. It's all dialed in. You can watch videos and he like runs you through all these different things about mobility and strength training and all this different stuff for essentially getting fit for the season. Nutrition. From like, and, oh yeah, nutrition's in there too. It's like from a true professional mountain bike coach for 75 bucks. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's a dialed in setup so that's like a, that's your actual yeah. unlock like if you actually want to know whoever asked that question the actual answer is that yeah, yeah. not not just certain random things we do at certain times yeah. but yeah Liam you went through that program and and enjoyed it and did a bunch of that stuff and, and you still use a ton of the things I guess you learned from that exercises and whatnot
2: yeah yeah I did his whole program a couple of years ago um, and it was good it's really structured too which I think a lot of people need. Yeah, um, to stay on it and like actually see gains, right? You need to be like really structured. So, mm-hmm. and then yeah, now I now I kind of do my own strength training stuff, but with a lot of moves and advice that I got from his program. Mm-hmm. So,
1: nice. yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. I mean, the amount of content that that guy has taken the time to sort of put together and document in a yeah. structured proper way for seventy five bucks is incredible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a video so,
2: yeah. on every single move that you do. Wow, there's a, like a sub yeah, video on every single move that you do, which is insane. Like, that's cool. Because some workouts, you know, there's a circuit of four, four different moves, and you do like f- three or four different circuits, and there's a video of all 20 moves that you're doing that day. Wow, yeah,
1: yeah, that's not, I mean, that's what you'd expect out of a professional mountain For bike sure.
0: coach that trains pro mountain bikers. So it's pretty yep. rad. What do you do, Jared? Gosh, ride my bike a lot, <laughs> and then uh, I do pushups also with the gang. Yeah, we have yeah, our, our push up call outs. Yeah, we do
2: it's we do sixty to hundred a day at the yeah. shop.
0: Typically well, our goal is a hundred, but I've yeah, been getting hundred But but yeah. good.
2: And then we just put back up a pull up bar.
0: Yeah. The climbing pull up thing on. is back
2: yeah, up and back.
1: Yeah, the little ruck climbing pull up yeah, bar. Which, finger grip. Because if you do yeah.
2: that many push ups you have to do some pull exercises. Yeah. So mm, true. Yeah. Push and pull. Um, yeah. It's kind of different
0: yeah. for
1: everyone. If you're really serious about it. Um, or I mean, it depends on where you live too, right? Like we obviously yeah. spend most of our time in Southern California yeah. and we can ride year round. Yep. Um, yeah. not everyone can do that. And it might make a lot more sense for them to be doing sort of yeah. in gym or at home workouts yeah. that are still specifically engineered for mountain biking strength come spring and summertime. Yeah. 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 I
0: guess I ride my road bike. Like I rode, my rode bike today and yep. gravel bike and trying to swim a little more i swam the other day which is pretty i try great. to
2: yeah i try to do what like what we've called lsd when i was like training is long sustained distance so i try to do more of that in the winter it's so like big rides four plus hour rides where you're just constantly spinning um, and bike movement i do strength workouts um, and i try to do like slower strength stuff and then come the like riding season i like pick up the intensity and do faster movements and then shorter faster rides i've done that cycle for like a decade now so nice i will yeah.
0: do it nice
1: could you do that in the metaverse though
2: um Whoa. yeah i have a call <laughs> zuckerberg tomorrow actually and we're gonna go Figure through that one my, out uh, yeah my my nice. winter and summer programs wow actually but in the metaverse it's sped up so it's you know every other day is winter summer <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. Cool. Uh, if, if you are serious about it and you want to check out d tidwell's program uh link in the show notes uh, you can also go to the worldwide cyclery site and just type in the search bar tidwell t-i-d-w-e-l-l jared crafted a nice blog all about the program and you can check it out what it's all about and yeah see the see, see how it goes nice uh funny shop fails from the past what why'd you put that question in there what did you what do you got
2: well,
0: I'm assuming
1: you put it in there because you think you've got a good answer,
2: kind of like the Bigfoot one.
0: No, I figured Liam would have the best answer for that, but just like something that I happened mean, we have like a, in the back.
2: We like, have a few Like early on. I remember one really good one is me and uh, Drew, the old, old mechanic mm-hmm. like years ago, we saved packing pillows for a year probably to do this prank on Jeff, and we, and we <laughs> built a box behind his office door, That was as tall as the door, and we filled it to the top with probably like three or four feet deep and seven feet tall of packing pillows. So he ran in and opened up his door, and it was just covered in packing pillows, and he goes – There's a wall. Yeah, and he probably screamed some, you know, (laughs) word that I can't say on here, and goes, I have a call right now. (laughs) You can't do this. I have a call. (laughs) And luckily he had a door in his office, which he doesn't have now. But he had a door. And to now be, I have and, one way. Yeah, from before the out- there was like technically two doors. Yeah, from off the outside, again. so he ran and did that. And then Jeff made the <laughs> rule of pranks are five minute setup and five minute teardown. Um, and that's pranks that's have the to be rule. efficient. Yeah, yeah, efficient pranks. Yeah. So. That are not wonderful. a tech company over here. We don't have time to just burn like that.
1: <laughs> time and money and is then, not a uh, thing you burn in the bike industry. This isn't meta. This isn't meta. We don't just burn money I don't, on the metaverse. I don't know.
2: Well, I'm, I'm going to say the other shop fail from the past was Adam was trying to film uh, a prank. And it was like for yeah. top products lube. And he put like Park Poly lube or Slick Honey or something on a door handle. So someone yeah. opened up the door handle and got the slick honey on their hand. Yeah. Well, it happened as – I think Pat did it and Pat didn't even he
0: just like wiped it off he from
2: his hands. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. fun. So,
1: <laughs> so, yeah. Cause, so we have a monthly <laughs> YouTube video series where we talk about the sort of most popular and trending mountain bike products of that month. And that month in particular was a grease. It was either slick honey or park Something, quality. yeah. One of Some the two grease. most popular ones. Yeah. Yeah. And, and put it on the door handle. Yeah, and then and then and hit a camera. Right. Yeah. Like and hit, hit a, a camera, camera to somewhere. film this. Yeah. Yeah. And Pat grabbed it, and you see Pat grab it and he just looks
2: at it and he goes, hmm, huh. he wipes it on his pants and goes on with his life. <laughs> and then, <laughs> so, and then so Pat, yeah. Zach Weaver did it and he did it and he does it. And then he immediately turns around, and, like, locks eyes with the camera. <laughs> sees the camera. And he goes, yeah. oh, sees he these knew these guys, you know. And yeah. he goes up and he put um uh, his testicles on the camera <laughs> and the lens which fair play like pranks a prank like you got me i'm going to get you and uh Ad- Adam didn't know this until he watched the footage the sd card until he looked at the sd card yeah he's like and, i touched this and adam now. adam lost it and that it
1: was <laughs> that was the which i'm surprised it's, there's only really been one maybe a couple but that was like probably the the only one time in the history of 12 years of Worldwide Cyclery that a fight almost broke out between employees <laughs>
0: like in the shop. <laughs> oh, man. That I thought
1: a, it was
2: pretty good prank for prank, man. Yeah, like, that's a good story. You're going you're gonna to do a prank? You're going to yeah. Get I mean, back? Like,
1: See, and that's why we had to cut down on these things, because yeah. it was getting out of control. <laughs> <laughs> a fight almost broke out. We're like, yeah, oh, we're going to rein this back uh, in. Uh, yeah, hate to break it to you guys, but Does, we've got to rein that, well, that those kind are of some stuff some good in. fails, that's though. A, that's a good one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with those. Did you have any other one in in mind or was that the one? I mean, that's the one that always comes in no. my mind when I think about <laughs> cuz that thought, was when I was like, like, wow, there's like an almost a fight in between no. employees like, wow, I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner.
0: Um, no, I mainly just was like thinking about maybe a time when like a tire blew up and sealant went everywhere, but these oh. are way better answers than what I was thinking. Of, so <laughs> yeah. That's standard bike shop stuff. Yeah, that happens yeah. from time yeah. to time, but yeah. kind of funny, but whatever. Yeah. Mhm. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Should we go the next question? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How much travel is too much?
2: I don't know, dude. That's what she said. Oh, it's
1: <laughs> – the answer to that is uh, it's subjective. I don't know. It is It depends subjective. on where you live. Well, I don't know. I guess there is sort of an answer to that. Like, A, some people just want way more travel than they probably need, and they True. like it, and it makes them feel good, and they're stoked on it,
2: and mm-hmm. they got and, big Kashima shafts, and they're happy about well, it. And, you know – it does kind of help you ride some stuff better. So yeah, yeah. it helps, right? It helps. And then,
1: but I mean, I think B, the answer is if, you know, you're just really frankly riding really relatively smooth XC bike style trails and you're using four inches or three inches of your six inches of travel, yeah. then I'm like, you just got too much travel. That's For like sure. what I was going to say is like, yeah.
0: if you're consistently not using it all.
1: Yeah, most modern suspensions got those little O rings on there. Gives you a really good indicator of how much you're using. Um, Well, your suspension's got to be set up correctly for this to still make sense. But if you're not using most of your suspension because you're riding really smooth trails and you're getting halfway through, then either a) your suspension's way too stiff, or b) you just have way too much travel for the you know trails you're riding.
0: You're not riding hard enough, dude. Or you're not riding hard enough. Freaking Sunday, faster, man. Come on, dude. Jump off some curves. I like to have a little. Too little travel, yeah. Underbiking is fun, yeah. I think it's more fun, definitely more fun than overbiking. I know Jeff likes to do that better, yeah. I think that's I do like underbiking,
2: yeah. It's fun, I yeah, mean, it's fun. It's, it's fun to see how far
1: a bike can go until you're like, oh my god, almost died, <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. Underbiking, like, part of that why we ride full mountain bikes bike. is like there's, there's an adrenaline aspect to it, yeah, and underbiking can. You know, is is promote adrenaline rushes more than overbiking? If if that makes any sense. And poop in your pants. Yeah, that too. Yeah, that
0: too. Speaking of which, do you really think uh, tomatoes are fruit? This is a Google question. Somebody asked Google.
1: They don't need to ask us about that. I think it
2: is, isn't it? Technically, it is a fruit, but it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. And then, does that make ketchup a smoothie?
1: Tastes like a vegetable. (laughs) Does it make ketchup a smoothie? I like that. Tomato
2: (laughs) tastes like a vegetable, but it's not as good as fruit. You wouldn't
0: drink it with a straw, so I don't think so.
2: Oh, is that classified as a fruit? No, it's a smoothie. smoothie? Oh, Oh, ketchup.
1: Ketchup. I thought you were talking about tomato, because I've seen my dad drink a V8 with a straw.
0: Oh, God. That basically is, like, tomato juice. Tomato yeah. That's so gnarly, dude. Oh, man. All right, well, All right I'm going to ask okay. you, Jared, oh, yes. this question
2: because he's so excited. Okay, okay. What's this the is... difference between chestnuts and deer nuts?
0: Well, uh, chestnuts you can get for, like, $1.99, but deer nuts you can get under a buck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what it, I knew it had to do with some dad joke. Thing. I just knew it had to do with some dad joke. Oh thing. man, I'm gonna see myself. Daniels, Podcast
0: over. Courtesy of Daniel, you can thank him for that. <clears throat>
1: it's such, like a redneck dad joke.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> Under I bug. wish I
1: could see some sort of map where they actually plotted, you know, like. Sort of a, a darker color means the joke was told more often in that state
0: and a lighter <laughs> color was told less often. I wish I could see a map of the United States. Yeah, a heat map like, of this joke. heat map. It's yeah. That's everywhere though, man. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, a that, good one. That is,
1: that's funny. That's, yeah. yeah.
0: See, that's why I don't want to tell you guys a punchline because I want to get your authentic reactions on You got the podcast. authentic reaction. Yes, I did. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. What's one part on your bike that
1: you're extremely particular about? You started with that. Trigger. I know
0: what well, mine is, and I think that yours is going to be similar. Mm. And it is the distance. Uh, my brake clamps are away from the grip, mm. and yeah. and the throw or like the you know how far the lever, how close the lever is to the grip.
2: Yeah, how yeah. far the
1: lever actually pulls until it engages. Well, yeah. and how far that
2: it sits out. So yeah. your reach and your throw. Yeah, yeah. Well, and he's talking about brake clamp from. Uh, yeah inboard yeah, from the grip
0: yeah. so you have you know you know what I'm talking about yep. mm-hmm. so your your lever doesn't smash into your fingers when you try and pull it yep, yep. or you can just use the one at the very end
2: yeah, yeah. um i was going to say full cockpit setup like oh yeah if i travel to ride different bikes i often bring my own handlebar and grips so i just have my width and my grips and then you can set up your brakes like you're saying how you want um, yeah. that to me is like makes the biggest difference of Riding any bike. Like, if I ride 760 bars all the time and I go to ride 800s, like, it takes half a day to get used to that alone.
0: Mm -hmm. So, yeah. For me, it's cockpit. Cockpit. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you having a hard time just picking one thing? I Because the whole bike... My answer is everything. (laughs) Everything. I, I see you over there just like, what do I say? It's everything. I mean...
1: I. I don't know. I, I don't know. the The question should be reversed for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, yeah, I'm just a very is, particular guy yeah, in general, like, as yeah, you know. Let's flip flop the question. Here's, here's what's, one thing. thing I'm not particular about. Yes. Yeah.
2: Your rear tire. Uh, I don't want a heavy rear tire. It's true. You know.
1: <laughs> like there's, I can't think of a thing that I'm not particular about. What's on okay, What's
0: one thing that you are the least particular about? Like, if somebody gives you a bike and Ugh. says, like, you can either change your clamps, check your tire pressure, or set up your suspension, like, what's the last thing that you would do?
1: I think maybe the, the thing I'm least particular about would be the saddle. Like, mm. I, I'm not that. Okay. Like, I definitely prefer, like, I like the WTB Silverado saddle. I like the way it looks, mostly. Like, I pick saddles on aesthetic. <laughs> because I just never have really had, I know it's hilarious, <laughs> <laughs> laugh away. I don't, I don't have problems. Like I, well, I don't have sore butt or saddle sores. I don't have problems there. So I pick saddles on aesthetics. And if I hop on another bike and it has a different saddle, I, I just don't really yeah. care that much. I, you know. Steel. know, I've
2: dealt with these yeah. ridiculous statements for long enough. I know <laughs> they are. Oh, that saddle's too tall The between the top and the rails. I can see through it. Yeah, it's ugly. No, <laughs> it's, it's ugly. I don't like it. Hey, in my defense, uh, I made a whole YouTube
1: video about extensively going into MTB saddles and why it's important for some people to care a lot about them based off of the amount of time they spend in the saddle, Mm -hmm. uh, whether individually, like in one sitting or all week long, um, and why it's not as relevant for people who don't ride, you know, all that often. Yeah. Um, That was a good video. By the way, that video the The latter half of that video for the people who are really nerding about saddles, who uh-huh. want to know, you know, oh, I have sensitivity, I ride a ton, what do I do? Jonathan Lee, which was the guy, him and Stephen Lewis, were the original founders of the MTV podcast, mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, he's more of a roadie than anyone at Worldwide Cycler will ever be, and and he, <laughs> uh, and he talked a lot about saddle stuff that was really important and useful. So if you really are concerned about saddles, that's a good video to watch. Yeah, he did definitely offer but a lot. That's of good what info. I'm the least particular about. Everything else. <clears throat> I mean, a seatpost clamp, but I, I was thinking seatpost <laughs> clamp. Oh, you
2: still are. You made me swap them on every yeah. single bike.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I was thinking about seatpost clamp, but then I just, like, imagined in my head my current bike with a seatpost clamp that
2: I thought was ugly, and I was like, you, you oh, know what, I just you, can't see it. You know what it. I'm going to say? Uh, Probably headset. You are still particular, but you yeah, don't you're right. care that much. You just want a quality one. You don't care if it's King yeah. Creek or another brand. or That is true. Yeah. All right.
1: That's a good
0: one. Well, here's let's rephrase this because now we're getting into the weeds. So I was thinking as like you get a demo bike, you're like, you know, you're traveling, you get to Whistler, you got a rental, a demo, whatever it is like, and you like get to change only a couple things.
2: Yeah, he he doesn't do demo bikes That's i fly true. with his bike
0: and yeah. For him. yeah you do <laughs> if
1: I, but if i had to i've ridden demo bikes even when i when i travel to our store in pennsylvania and i'm not, I'm not going to take a bike for me i go out there for a week to hang out with the crew and ride bikes and stuff and i ride our demo bikes we have there i'll grab a last time i was there i grabbed a yeti sp 130 and yeah first things first uh i got the saddle height correct um i put my own pedals on it and i got the cockpit and suspension dialed in and then i just left everything else because like for the most part yeti made all the good decisions yeah yeah so hmm
0: okay yeah. so uh, the answer for you is zero there are no things that there's you're not no there's nothing yeah. okay alright well we already knew that kind of uh, I guess that's why you are who you are yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> frozen oh, cons Sorry, right, uh,
0: right, boys let's move on it's all good um, moving on what's the best dog name I really like uh, dog names that are
2: human names like yeah. Steve
0: Steve get over here <laughs> yeah. Alan, Alan, Alan 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 yeah
1: Al, Al, yeah oh, just like stop. Alan that's Al Al oh, yeah. Steve yeah that was just,
2: just just yeah human names for dogs is great i love it
0: i like that yeah i like a dog that has like a i mean i wouldn't do this but like a bike or a beer name like sprocket or like barley <laughs> i could 100% see you <laughs> so doing God, this dude. I, I i said i wouldn't do that I I but could i, I see you appreciate you doing that, the though. people with the balls to do axel. that axel Oh, Axel. That's yeah. no, that's a name for like your kid who has a mohawk.
2: What? Or you probably
0: name your kid after your favorite hop. Axel, get over here. Citra.
2: Citra, get over here. No, nah,
0: I would, yeah, a dog would be Citra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Citra would be like a girl husky or something. You know, oh like my gosh. German Shepherd. Citra. <laughs> it's a cute girl name for a dog. Citra. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Stout. That's a good dog name. Stout. That's a little too broad. Maybe uh, Porter. Was a French Bulldog. Imperial Stout. <laughs> <laughs> Imperial Stout. <laughs> that, that is a good Get over your double IPA. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be funny. God, be so dumb. I,
1: I like dog names and just dogs in general that are funny. Yeah. yeah. So, like, uh, dogs that to me I look at and I kind of chuckle. Yeah. Pugs, Wiener dogs, French Bulldogs. <laughs> like, you can't not look at that those Corgi. dogs and just like corgis a little bit yeah and just like laugh yeah it's funny
0: they're so cute and they're, they're funny they're funny yeah, yeah um, i like steve or like a like a human name for yeah it. that's good too yeah uh
1: all right let's let's pin to this next question that's mountain bike related yeah sweet
2: favorite bike tool oh, wow it's like naming your favorite children that's like, really I don't, hard i don't have any children but like I you assume as six kids, like it's this question is to tell you which, yeah. one, which a, one is the it's best. It's yeah, to like be like, what's your favorite? All right, mate?
0: I think I know what it is. Um, I think I would say the wheels manufacturing bottom bracket tools. That mm. is,
1: Those things are nice. Those those really, are nice. Looks like really nice. Those things look like jewelry. Yeah. Or
2: like any Abbey yeah. tool.
0: Abbey too, yeah. Also, yeah. It looks like jewelry. Those are all sick. I have mm. an Abbey cassette tool that's like a piece of jewelry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot of tools.
2: Uh, but I would probably say I go with the basics. My favorite tool is a very good set of hex wrenches mm. that just like butter tips, like super sharp, and just don't they just lock in the bolts. Like the
0: Wera hex Weira, plus.
2: Yeah, Wera's are amazing. Or even those Park tool T handle. The ones. new yeah, Park tool T so handles rad. are great. Um, yeah, and then like if I'm gonna go down the weeds, I got two nit pecs. This isn't technically even a bike tool, but the Knitpex um, pliers,
0: pliers or pliers channel lock, right? Or kind of
2: not not quite channel locks. I don't know exactly what they are, but it's basically like an adjustable wrench, but it's precise and yeah, I use them for everything. I use them to press in hardware. I use them to you know press in bearings and or just hold something while I'm grinding it. Like those things are amazing. Like they're expensive. They're like you know fifty to eighty dollar pliers, but like they're so worth it. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, the Abbey Decade Chain Tools, this butter oh. buttery chain tool just like feels so good. Mm. There's precision.
0: Yeah. Jeff.
2: Whatever tools I like.
1: I don't know. <laughs> you know, if I'm if I'm being honest, I, I spent a lot of my life working on bikes and then as Worldwide Cyclery grew and we hired extremely talented mechanics, uh, I just don't work on bikes anymore. I that's don't know. A, it's that's not the a best use of Chew in answer.
2: Oh, I know. Your analog uh, suspension pump that we've saved throughout the years. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. Specifically because of you only, where the rest of us, you know, we're modern. Which you're a tech I guy. Trust, I don't know why. You I know, don't know. I just, that, I but. still just don't trust the digital shock pumps. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I am, a, I am a massive tech nerd. Wait till we get to this Apple Watch, Garmin Watch question. <laughs> okay, we're just gonna sit back um, and let you do that. One. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I still like the analog shots. Yeah, so that's, that's your favorite funny. tool. I would
0: not have pegged you for a analog shock pump
2: guy. Yeah. I used to yeah. have some like label on it that was pretty funny i forgot what it said but jeff's pump and it, it said something else it after did, that it did say like
1: old pump or dumb pump or i don't <laughs> know what it was yeah i don't know i like an analog pump i just wow. i trust them more okay than the, yeah. than the digital so
0: ones. so what makes you trust the calibration of the analog gauge versus the calibration of the digital one that could both be off
1: well, they could both be off, but I, I I have some belief that the the analog pump, because it's entirely in every way mechanical, mm-hmm. it would be consistently inaccurate, right? So consistent inaccuracy is an important thing. Whereas I, I mean, think a digital pump, based off of the mechanism that is in
2: there, it could be inconsistently inaccurate. Hmm. I can see that. And I, and I and for Jeff, he's been using the same pump for a decade, so like. It's always if it's always inaccurate it's always inaccurately yeah it's accurate, always right?
1: consistently inaccurate where yeah. whereas like yeah those those digital pumps I just I just don't know I just don't know maybe if I learned more about the intricate details of the inside of those digital pumps, I would trust them more, but I still for some reason just prefer in my brain a, a analog fully mechanical shock pump and actually a floor pump too like I, wow. I don't really like digital uh pressure gauges for yeah. tires either.
0: Wow. We could really just do a whole deep dive on this. We could do a whole podcast on.
1: You know what, what's going to happen yeah. is yeah. some engineer is going to reach out and she'll be like, oh, I actually designed digital pumps and here's why they're just as good, blah, blah, blah. But, in, okay, another part of the reason too. You're totally
0: right,
2: yeah. Is We're so down the weeds here. We are in the weeds.
1: But another part of the reason too, just just real quick, is um, I, uh, I don't know. I've lost it. All
2: right, all right, that's fine. <laughs> I
1: can't. Oh, cool. I can't. So, so now to get more for some down. Some reason the... my brain has stopped.
2: thinking. Do, do we even topic. want to ask this next question? Because this is another weeds. It's probably be, gonna be the last one, but yeah.
1: Before we ask that question, we gotta hit this. Oh yeah, we gotta talk plug about em. plug Plug Oh, the podcast. Yeah, yeah, for here sure. Comes, here comes Jared's voice. And now a word from our sponsor.
0: And now a word from our sponsors.
1: Jeff, again, now that we have recovered from that last Kettle Hoodie artificial intelligence ad, I would like to hit you with something I actually care about and have as a suggestion. Uh, Just so you know, Worldwide Cyclery produces a really good email newsletter. We send them out quite often. We fill those newsletters with rider reviews, which is actual customers of ours who are buying mountain bike products and riding two to three paragraph, sort of quick and concise reviews about various different products. We always mention when we drop a new YouTube video, a new podcast, when we drop in-depth articles of review things that we've done, including a lot of the really extensive articles that Liam writes that are really good. Uh, There's basically no BS sales stuff and they're just frankly really good email newsletters so i'm proud of them and i think they're better than any other one in the mountain bike industry uh hit our website you might see a little pop-up of jared in a shower with his bike you can sign up there or you can scroll all the way down to the footer drop your email in there hit sign up uh i promise you there will be some good
0: stuff that you will love as a fellow mountain biker thanks and now back to the show all right jared yeah wow jeff this is like this question's right up your alley um Garmin Watch or Apple Ultra Watch? And in fact, I think this question is so up your alley that I'm going to leave right now. Okay, bye.
1: <laughs> Close the door. Bye, guys. <laughs> uh, Jared has to go to dinner, so he's going to miss the last... F-
2: fancy sushi dinner. Fancy reservations. sushi
1: dinner. So he uh, had to abandon the last little bit of the podcast here. Um, <laughs> to, to answer the question, I think that they are... I love tech. I'm a huge tech enthusiast. Uh, I actually went to CES, the Consumer Electronics Show, just recently in Vegas. A Garmin and Apple Ultra Watch. So obviously the Ultra Watch inched, it, inched the Apple Watch closer to what Garmin watches do. Uh, they're still just very different products. Uh Garmin watches are purpose-built watches for athletes, and the batteries last for uh, 10 to 16 days. It's it's just a totally different product than an Apple Watch Ultra, which has about a 48-hour battery life if you're lucky. Uh, Apple Watch Ultra is like if you really want a cute little iPhone on your wrist uh, and, you know, you're kind of... Some you,
2: fitness stuff.
1: You kind of go outside. Yeah. Like, they still have great sleep tracking and things like that, but, like, how do you... I just don't know how you claim you've got great sleep tracking when you've got to charge the watch every day or two. Like that to me is like, that's just, I don't want to add that complexity to my life. So I think if you're a real athlete and you're riding a lot, you want to record all of your rides, runs, hikes, all of that sort of stuff and all your physiological data Garmin watch is the way to go. Um, if you love the features of seeing your text messages and emails and phone calls on your wrist, which to me sounds like a nightmare that I have no interest in getting all those notifications, even more in my face than they already are. Sure, I'd already don't like them. Um, but people do like, obviously <laughs> yeah. Apple watches are huge because people love having all of that stuff conveniently on their wrist. And it's like a miniature iPhone on your wrist. And yeah, ultra is the way to go. But there's, there's still very different products. Like there's, there's still a very big gap between like a true Garmin watch and an Apple watch ultra. Yep. So different products, um, know which one makes sense for you. Both work great in their own ways. Yeah. How was
2: that? It was excellent. I couldn't have done it better myself. I I like got into Garmin
1: washes, and then I think I've can you know inadvertently converted. The whole shop. 80% of the staff yeah, of Worldwide Cyclery to use a Garmin watch once they're yeah. like, wow, it records all that, it does yeah. that, it, it records all, this, it covers this. It's it's are so good.
2: every other day we all see our sleep scores and compare our sleep scores. Yeah, and body, battery, and body which battery, which is kind of like a combination of your
1: recent exercise and sleep and all this other yeah. stuff. And yeah, it's, it's amazing. They're so good. And then yep. you just have really accurate data to track every – possible activity you could ever do yeah. including any
2: custom activity you can create I, I like it's looking nice. back like last year I was like oh you know I trained really hard for the Breck Epic and I I just look at my average heart rate and it's like okay I was up you know five average beats here and then I went down and I like, recovered really well for this so then I can go back say for this year uh, gonna go race down it's like okay what did I do in those weeks where I like peaked up and then I recovered and you have all the data 24-7 that you want. Yeah, that is cool.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, looking back at historical data to see where you ride, when you rode, what your heart rate was, heart rate was like during that yeah. elevation and exertion. Yeah, it's cool. I think it's going to be actually even more interesting for us to look at that stuff in 10 years. For sure. Like, when, when you go 10 years and look yeah. at, well, how have I changed? Like, what, what is age actually doing to me? It yep. um, be kind of interesting to look at, which none of us have had Garmin watches for more than – three four years so it'll be cool yeah, to see like, uh, what the data looks like in 10 15 years
2: well year and a half right now
1: you think we'll be looking back at the data like what were we like in our 20s and 30s and we'll be 60 years old and looking back at that that'd be cool
2: maybe yeah maybe. if it matters we might just be fully like robots ai by then <laughs> we'll be in the metaverse it won't yeah. even matter by then
1: uh, all right well th- this question i thought was pretty cool uh favorite bike brand that wc doesn't carry we've obviously spent a lot of time over the years trying to, you know, curate the best of everything the mountain bike industry has to offer in terms of bike brands and component brands and apparel brands. Um, but bike brands are challenging because there's a lot of boutique, small brands out there that just frankly don't make any logical sense to sell as a retailer um, or that are kind of not even real bike brands. They're just kind yeah. of like passion project, bike yeah. brands. Um, I don't know. What, what do you think?
2: Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, am part of the one looking out and finding some of these new brands, which some of them are really cool. One of them mean like Deviate or Forestall, right? Some that we brought on and have yeah. done really yeah, well. Yeah,
1: those were rad brands to bring um, into the fold.
2: Yeah, the ones that I'm really into are like like even like smaller than those, like super small, you know, couple manned man teams. Um one of them is called Acto Five. It's a fully CNC'd front and rear triangle high pivot bike that's kind of like almost like a deviate is if the deviate was CNC, like a pole or um, mm. super small batch and they're like anodized the frames. So they're like these crazy colors that, that brand's pretty cool. Um, and then the other one that is doing really cool stuff is called Trinity mountain bike. They're from Australia. Um, and they're making this uh, high pivot or mid pivot downhill bike that has the front end is welded steel and then the, basically the bottom bracket is the seed plates that are interchangeable for a pinion gearbox, a normal crankset, and a in a uh, you know drivetrain, or they're making their own gearbox, kind of like a new version of the Honda, what people thought the Honda gearbox was. Mm. So they're pretty cool, and and he's the guy who does it is a total nerd. So yeah,
1: there's some. <laughs> it, it just never ends. It does if, never. If you want to get yeah. a big box brand that is boring and everyone has and you can get it serviced everywhere, yeah. there's that. And there's ev- yeah, ev- everything <laughs> in between, all the way to stuff like that. Yeah. That is cool. I, I like yeah. that. I do think that some of those red. smaller
2: brands push the envelope of what's possible.
1: Yeah, they do. I mean, historically, the mountain bike industry, a lot of those smaller brands have been the ones that are generating the most innovation, Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, that answer for me, I don't know, man. I, th- I think, oh, that is tough. I've, I feel like for a, a little while there, my answer would have been YT, which is just a consumer direct brand. I think they've really kind of lost their way. Like they're yeah. just not making stuff that's that cool or interesting or innovative yeah. anymore. And, um, but in the, in the early days when their marketing was just so on point, so unique, so yeah. rad, um, that Christopher Walken's yeah, YT Jesse that's, that's video your was favorite video. Yeah. Of that the was, yeah. I mean, that was the best mountain bike industry ad ever created in the world, in my opinion, yeah. at least right now. Um, so I don't know. I, I really think for a few years there, YT yeah. was just absolutely rad. And then they became, ah, I don't know, kind of, kind of kind of mainstream, kind of, kind of, kind of bro kind of just, I don't yeah. know.
2: They they lost their way a bit, but I don't know. That's, that's you, you kind of like that from a branding perspective and the way they took on their brand in that. Sense. I did. Yeah, Even I ad, I admired like nerdy products. Correct. Like, yeah, yeah,
1: I admired them more for their marketing and content creation and business strategy than I, than I did necessarily their product. Yeah. Um, whereas yeah, now none of it's really inspiring, but yep. for a while there, that was my answer when people was like, Oh, if you could ride a bike that WC doesn't carry, what would it be? I was like, oh, I'd ride a yeah. YT. If, but if now I, I don't going, think that's
2: the answer. If going like kind of a big brand like that, I would say common saw. Yeah, their Common is that, still pretty rad. They're hanging on to it I for sure. I think their media is probably the best in the game. Like they the edits they put out are insane. Mm-hmm. And like some of my favorite, probably like my top ten favorite edits, like Common saw videos are probably five of those ten. Yeah. Um and they're alloy bikes and they're pretty affordable. Like Yeah. You know? Uh Jared, for everyone, uh he said his answer was antidote bikes. Mm. Super yeah, those are cool. Cool, trick looking carbon bikes from Europe, I believe. Yeah, there,
1: man, there's so many random, yeah, like boutique bike oh, yeah. brands out there. It's killer, it's amazing. Well, I think we're we're gonna call it there. Uh, we also have to go home and and eat dinner. Um, not quite as early as Jared had to, yeah. but. Um yeah, we we got to we got to pull it off at some point. Um before we leave you, for those of you that are still listening, I did want to mention uh there's a, a fairly new podcast, uh, at least new to us. I think it's still fairly new either way. And it's called the Trail Effect Podcast. They sp- uh spell it E A or A-E-A-E. A-E. I spelled it. Is it
2: E A? Oh yeah, it is E A in the this E-R-L. is URL. <laughs>
1: Effect is a, like Race Face does that same thing. They have the effect pedals and it's spelled E-A or A-E. I don't know. But okay, so this podcast, the trail effect, it is actually, I spelled it wrong, but the URL is E-A. Um, re- regardless, I'm sure you'll find it. If you just spell effect either way, it'll pop up. Uh, but the trail effect podcast, we just discovered it recently. And, uh, as this guy, Josh running it? he's an amazing dude. And he's basically interviewing all these various different people who build mountain bike trails or are leaders in their local community. That's helping build mountain bike trails. And it's just all about trail building glorifying trail building and talking to the people who actually work on the trail building projects in any way, shape or form. Um, I really admire that. That's something that resonates with us. Uh, Obviously that's a huge part of what trail one does. And we discovered that podcast and we're like, man, we got to get to know this guy. He's cool. So we'll have him on our podcast at some point, I'm sure. But if you're curious and want to learn more about building trails and trail networks, trail communities, community, community led trail building, uh, check out that trail effect podcast. Pretty cool. We'll put it in the show notes as well and that's it that's it that's it that's That's all all. thank you very much if you've listened this far thank you we love you we appreciate it and we will talk to you guys later oh we're gonna do two podcasts a month now that's the goal for 2023 two podcasts a month so get ready for every other week baby
2: maybe that's what i'm most excited about oh yeah
1: yeah all right cool how about you dj green goblin i'm
0: most excited to record then He's excited to record them. (laughs) Well, see you guys next time. Cheerio. Love Love you.